Hi everyone, this is the Chakra Doctor and I wanted to give you all a big thank you for making Miracle Food the number one detox program on the market. I also would like to give a warm welcome to all of my newcomers and first time triers of Miracle Food. Miracle Food is the Bruce Lee Jeet Kune Do of the holistic world. Now I'm not saying that there aren't other healers out there with products and services. I'm just clarifying that Miracle Food is the best. Come see what the hype is about at ChakraDoctor.org or call me at 818 818- Four two nine one six seven five. The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer. The neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timberlake Roll, founder of Marjorie Speed Jerking Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every one million orders that we receive, our company is giving two million dollars away to the bottom of four hundred of our paid customers. You see, that's the way we roll. So come place an order at www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. That's www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Beef Jerky. Yeah, that's right, because that's the way we roll. You're tuned in to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, September 24th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Friday! We had a good football game on yesterday on ESPNU, Arkansas, Pine Bluff, and Alcorn State. Alcorn State roared all the way back to defeat Arkansas Pine Bluff 39-38. to Excellent football game. Obviously, the Golden Lions had their opportunities. I did pick I, – I, you know, I, I'm, I've been wrong. I've been wrong uh, – well, except for the Jackson State-Tennessee State game. I was right on that prediction. The other predictions, and I'd have to go back to look at the previous week three, uh, really four-week uh, predictions. I, I didn't give a prediction on the Alcorn State North Carolina Central game because I just felt like you couldn't really give a prediction after almost two years of not playing football. Uh, but I've been wrong, and I was wrong on this one uh, again. However, again, the Golden Lions had their opportunities, but give Alcorn State all the credit in the world. If you're Arkansas Palm Bluff, it is hard to overcome four turnovers, four fumbles in a football game. Three straight possessions, the Golden Lions fumbled the football. One pos- it, you know, you know what it reminds me of a little bit in in a way. It's like when the Patriots and the Falcons played in the Super Bowl and the Falcons had that huge lead and all they had to do was run the football like one or two times and the Falcons would have been world champions, didn't do it, Patriots came back, won the game. Well, right here, if you don't fumble, if you're the Golden Lions, you don't fumble on one possession, 
you more than likely win the football game. Even when Alcorn State came back, all the way back, you had a situation where the Golden Lions got one touchdown to put them up by two scores and couldn't hold the lead. But that you got to give the credit to Alcorn State, uh, Felix Harper. Uh, he, you know, he he was he was solid. I mean, he's hot, solid enough, right? But that running game, Nico Duffy was phenomenal, right? Nico Duffy did his thing against Arkansas Pine Bluff, and that was my concern about Arkansas Pine Bluff. I knew Arkansas Pine Bluff was defense uh, was decent offensively. Skyler Perry, I mean, Skyler Perry was pretty pretty good. Uh, he's got weapons, uh, but could Arkansas Pine Bluff be good defensively? And uh, not that the Golden Lions were bad. It's just the offense uh, put them in some bad positions with the four uh, turnovers in the ballgame. So great football game uh, with the HBCU or one of the HBCU national games of the week. So let's look at the other HBCU national game of the week. It's going to take place tomorrow. Greensboro, North Carolina, 6 p.m. kickoff. The Aggie-Eagle rivalry is in full effect. Now, we ha- it's a situation where it's a little bit different this year in a couple of respects. A, it's early in the season. Now, when you go back to the the Aggie Eagle Classic, which was played in Raleigh at Carter-Finley Stadium at, on uh, NC State Stadium, it, it, it was Labor Day weekend, right? So it was the first game of the season, generally speaking. Sometimes it may have been the second, depending upon how early college football got started. But generally for both teams, it was the first game of the season. Uh, here, w- more recently, when both teams were in the MEAC, the game was it was the last game of the season, and uh, at least seven uh, 2017, 2016, 2015, 2014, and I think maybe even 2018, that game decided the MEAC championship or played into who would win the MEAC championship, and so it's a different dynamic uh, in that respect. Obviously, the other difference in the dynamic is the fact that. North Carolina A&T is now in the Big South, so it is no longer a conference game. It's no longer uh, a conference game. So those are the dynamics. Let's take a look at this matchup. Uh, when I look at North Carolina A&T, 0-2 on the season, but, I mean, you, you look at, you know, the last game against Duke. I mean, you're playing a Power 5 school. Uh, I think the Aggies played well early, particularly going uh, with Kingsley Afidi, the quarterback, because uh, Jalen Fowler was hurt and it threw Duke off a little bit. The Aggies hung around with the Blue Devils in the first half before the Blue Devils put it away, took control in the second half. One of the things ANT has not been able to do is run the football, has not been able to get Jamain Martin going. And Coach Washington mentioned, we got to get, uh, Jamain to the second level. You know, the offensive line, we got to do a little bit better job. Jalen Fowler will play. He's got all kinds of weapons. Um, but North Carolina Central is solid defensively. I mean, that's Trey, uh, That's a Trey Oliver trademark. And uh, you look at this team, they are all about takeaways. They are an opportunistic defense, have been an opportunistic defense. As a matter of fact, since two, did you know since 2012, North Carolina Central has had touchdowns on either kickoff or either not kickoff, but but uh, special teams returns, in other words, kickoff or punt returns, or on defense in excess of 40 since 2012. That's a lot. 
right? You've got a dangerous kick returner, uh, punt returner in Codrington, Brandon Codrington. you got to watch this kid. Remember what he did against Alcorn State. So when I look at Central, uh, I look at them defensively. I look at them in the special teams game. Olivo, the kicker, is solid. How good can North Carolina Central be offensively? Because if you look at this season, even, okay, a and is 0-2 in the season. Let's look at that, right? But you're not going to run the football against a and Furman was able eventually to run the football against a and to wear on that a and defense late in the fourth quarter after the defense had been on the field a whole lot. That's when... Uh, that's when Furman was able to run the football. You look at Duke. You look at uh, uh, you look at the Durant kid from Duke. Yes, he had three rushing touchdowns in the game, but he didn't even have thirty yards rushing. Remember the previous week against Charlotte, he had two hundred and fifty-five yards rushing. So you're you know, and North Carolina Central goes by a uh, a running back by committee, uh, which is good. They've had some success. Uh, Isaiah Totten's going to be the one to tote the majority of the rock. He's the veteran guy. He's the all-conference guy. Uh, but, you know, North Carolina Central is going to have to f- try to find some way to run the football against A&T. And I just think it's going to be tough for the Eagles. Now, Davius Richard, the quarterback, very solid, right? How healthy is he going into this game tomorrow? He only played in one snap last week. You've got the Walker kid as the backup who played decent against Winston-Salem State. North Carolina Central had to come back in that game and win that football game. So this is the way I'm going to give the prediction for this football game. If North Carolina A&T can find a way to run the football and minimize the mistakes, the Aggies are going to win the football game because, I mean, again – if if you're the Eagles, you can have some success in the pass game. There's no doubt about that. A&T is and has been susceptible to the pass in the run game, but what, what Central probably does best is runs the football. Not saying they can't throw it. I think Eagles can have some success in the pass game. Probably not going to be able to run the football. A&T doesn't turn the ball over, gets Jamaine Martin going. A&T can win the football game. If North Car- for North Carolina Central to win this football game, they're going to have to pass it, and they're going to, and, and of course Richard or Walker, going to have to have some success in that pass game, also limit their turnovers as well. But then, I think Central is going to have to get something in the special teams game going, and then be able to limit Jalen Fowler and company. In the pass game. That's how the Eagles will be able to win this game. Of course, if you want week four scores and the schedule for HBCU football, you can log on to our website at box2row.com. Got some really good games uh, this weekend. CIAA, SIAC conference play ramps up as well. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU football daily podcast. And, of course, you can find us online at BoxToRow.com. And for more information on the program, BoxToRow.com. Don't forget to check out the weekend edition of Box to Row airing tonight, as a matter of fact, 7 p.m. Eastern. That's 6 p.m. Central Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM. That's Channel 84. As a matter of fact, joining us, Shawan, head football coach 
Mark Hall going to join us on the program. And you can also listen to the program Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern. That's 8 a.m. Central Time. And that is uh, 6 uh, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM Channel 142. That is the HBCU channel. And, of course, you can find uh, the program on a radio station near you. You can just click on the affiliates link on our website to find a radio station in your area that carries the program. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll talk with you Monday. BoxToRow.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. BoxToRow.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? BoxToRow.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams and weekly media coaches polls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And BoxToRow.com. Your HBCU sports leader.